If you're buying a new RV, don't do it until you listen to this podcast. This is Eric Stark with the Smart RVer podcast, delivering the smarts you need to enjoy the freedom of the RV lifestyle without the fear of breaking down. So two weeks ago, we had our 100th episode live on YouTube. It is still available on YouTube. It was recorded, and it's available for you to watch. Interesting things in there. One of them has to do with the lithium batteries I've been talking about, so you want to watch that. And remember, next month is July, and that's the month that you want to come to Montana. Check out the state. It is absolutely gorgeous here right now, and July will be the same way. It is beautiful. The snow is melting. The rivers are flowing. Everything is green. The state is awesome. There is so much to do here as well. There's bicycling, motorcycling, river rafting, canoeing, kayaking, fishing, hunting, hiking. If you got a drone, man, you'll capture some of the best footage you've ever had here. It's awesome here. You've got to come check out Montana. And hey, while you're here, drop by my store and let's meet. And you can see who we are. We can meet you. It'll be an awesome experience. We are looking forward to Montana in July. Now we're going to get into the first segment of the show, living the RV life. Now this entire show today has to do with buying a new RV one way or another. That's what we're going to talk about. I am so frustrated with what I hear from people and even my own personal experience recently. So which is more elusive? Here's the question. Which is more elusive? A dodo bird or the perfect RV? Well, the dodo bird's more elusive, well, because it became extinct in 1681. You know, it was just wiped out over hunting, too much prey, too many animals introduced to the island where the dodo bird was at. So man pretty much just killed off the dodo bird. You know, perfect. That's what man does, right? All right, that sounds kind of negative, but it is reality. Because it's the same when you go to buy an RV. The perfect RV has never existed. You might find a floor plan you like. You might find the options you prefer. But will it be perfect? Nope. Not going to happen. And now, you know, mankind controls that as well because if you own an RV, you know some of the problems you face with it. In reality, you know, you have to make a RV perfect yourself. And when I say perfect, it's perfect to fit your lifestyle. It's not going to be flawless. It's not going to not ever have a maintenance issue, breakdown. You know, it's going to have problems. But when I say perfect, it just means it fits your RV lifestyle. So how do you get the perfect RV? Well, at the end of the day, you need to buy the foundation or the RV that is, has the most possibilities and you just build on it. So you find the RV with the floor plan you like, and that's probably the most crucial thing because everything else can generally be added to the RV. Now it comes with a price tag to do that, but find the floor plan on a on a frame or a chassis that is good, that there's not a bunch of problems with it. And then the, the floor plan, you have to look up at the roof, make sure everything on the roof is good to protect that floor plan and everything below the roof. So you find that, 
that foundation, if you will, and then you build on it. Then you then you add to it. You add the awnings. You add the the touches in the interior. Maybe new flooring. You know, new upholstery, new new shades. You deck it out. You do the things you want to do it to make perfect for your RV lifestyle. The only way you're going to be able to do it is by doing it yourself. You will never find the ultimate RV, the one that fits you perfect. It's not going to happen. If you bought a used one, you might come closer to it because someone has already put a lot of effort into it, maybe making some of the change modifications that you like. But you're still going to have to make it fit your RV lifestyle. And that's okay. It's just like a house. When you buy a house, you buy it based on a floor plan. Oh, this floor plan's awesome, man. If we do this, we paint here, we put up some blinds here, you know, maybe expand this opening, make it bigger, take this cabinet down, open up the kitchen. We do things to make it fit our lifestyle. So it's the same with an RV. So you'll never find the perfect one. It doesn't exist. You have to build upon a good foundation. And there are some good foundations out there. You just have to find the one that works for you. And sometimes a used RV might be a better option because all of the major problems of a new RV have been resolved or they're visible and they can't be resolved, but you know what you have. It's better to buy a used one knowing what you have than buying a brand new one. And surprise, (laughs) you get all sorts of things that you weren't planning on with it. And that happens. And so that brings us to the next section of the show, staying on the road. So this section of the podcast is called staying on the road for a reason, because we talk about maintenance things, things to help you keep your RV going, running, um, the appliances working, if there's a problem, how to fix it. You know, it's to basically keep you on the road or in the campground or on your weekend trips, whatever, ever how you want to look at that but ultimately staying on the road. So quite often RVers will buy a new RV or to someone who's buying their first RV and they find their RV is now stuck at the dealership for weeks or months waiting for warranty work to be done. They didn't buy it third party through someone else. They bought it at a dealership. So when that happens, you're not staying on the road, man. You are stuck. And you're making payments for an RV that you can't use. So before you buy a new RV or one from a dealership, you need to make certain of certain things. A used one from a dealership is not nearly the same as buying a new one. But you can take everything we talk about today focused on a new RV and apply the principles to a used RV, buying it from a dealership. Well, heck, buying it from anybody. doesn't matter. There's still going to be problems. So in the last few weeks... I have heard from so many of my customers coming into the store or calling me about problems in their RV. And it's not that they're calling saying, you know, I just got a brand new RV. This isn't working. You know, they call about a problem. I start talking to them and, you know, some might bring out as a brand new RV, but other ones it's like, okay, so how old is the RV? Cause they're describing something that seems kind of crazy. Oh, I just bought it six months ago. I just bought it three months ago. Just took delivery on it two weeks ago. And it has been overwhelmingly mind-blowing for what the problems that they're coming up with and what took place at the dealership. The problems are one thing, but what took place at the dealership is another thing. 
And I'll tell you, I have no problem with anybody buying a new RV. You just have to be very cautious what you buy. But the problem is with the customer service they get at the dealership, or actually the lack of customer service. And that that goes back to the manufacturer of the RV as well because they're the ones who make it. They send that problem-ridden piece of crap out to the dealers and expecting you to buy it. So the misdirection, the flat-out nonsense they're trying to sell, the anything-goes attitude to sell an RV, and the this is one I love, the, oh, don't worry, we'll fix that under warranty bull. Be rest assured, we will train you how to use your new RV. That's gibberish. You take the home, the RV home, you know, you finally get through all the nonsense at the dealership. You take it home, and after two weeks, the refrigerator doesn't work. And they tell you when you call them up, oh, yeah, no problem. We can take care of that for you in hopefully six to eight weeks. It's a brand new RV. Refrigerator doesn't work. It's going to be six to eight weeks before it can get fixed. There's a problem with that. And before I forget, you know, the appliances on RV have a manu- have the warranty through the manufacturer of the appliance, not the dealership. So you can take it to anywhere else that will warranty that, let's say, Dometic refrigerator or Norcold refrigerator. When you have certain problems, look in other directions for the warranty. It might cost a little bit more because you might have to pay someone to come to you or you might have to go someplace different, but it might get you back on the road sooner. Because you paid for that RV, and now you're, they're telling you it, you can't use it for six weeks or eight weeks because they can't fix it. Okay? So these are the things that you need to address before you ever buy the RV. Now, here's an example of a customer came into the store one day. And I'm sorry. If I get a little uh, passionate here, it's because this stuff drives me insane. I hate it. I hate it when dealerships do the kind of stuff they do. It ruins the reputation of the RV industry. And they put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And it's not just selling RVs. You go to their stores, you get the same kind of crummy service as well. And now I'm not, you know, broad brushing every dealership in the United States. That's for sure. There are some good ones out there, but you got to find those. And I'd love to hear it too. I'd love to hear your experiences buying an RV. You know, you can email me from the contact us page on the smartrvier.com. I'd love to hear it. If you got one good enough, maybe it'll make the new section of the show. Real RVers, real problems. <laughs> okay, so here's the customer comes into the store. He pays $175,000 for his new Super C motorhome. You know, and, and to some, that's a lot of money. And to others, that is chump change, right? If you're not making that kind of money, it seems like a lot. If you're making that kind of money to pay cash for one, it's nothing to you. It's still a lot of money, but it doesn't have the same value as someone who couldn't afford that. But that doesn't matter. The service and quality should be similar, just like a car. It's not going to be identical because if you buy a Toyota, you know, whatever the bottom of the line Toyota is, it's not, you're not going to get the same service if you go out and buy a Lexus. The dealerships are going to handle things differently. But nonetheless, when you buy the bottom of the line Toyota, you take it back to the dealership for warranty, they take care of it. And the dealership, when they're buying it, they treat you pretty much the same because they understand that's the car you can afford. To you, it's a lot of money. You know, I learned that years ago working on Cadillacs. You, know, you get some Cadillacs in, and it's a pile of junk. But to the person that bought it, 
That was their dream car. That's the car they wanted, and that's what they could afford. They couldn't afford a brand new one. So we have to look at it that way. To you, it might not matter that much, but to the person who owns it, it matters a lot. To the dealership, it doesn't seem to matter at all. So back to the guy. Buys his super CRV. So it's the first RV he bought in his life. So he spent a lot of money the first go around. You know, good chunk of change, laid it out for his new toy. And what he told me is stuff that I hear from all over the country. And this is critical here. It's always after you sign the contract. So after he signed the contract, and by the way, he put $50,000 down on this RV. And along the, you know, why we're on that subject, there's a lot to all this. Okay. So bear with me, but some dealerships won't let you pay cash or pay in full for the RV. They force you into financing. Then they tell you, well, after you pay for X amount of months, maybe three months or six months, you can pay it off. Before you ever do that, you better talk to the bank that the financing is going to go through and make sure that what the dealership is telling you is true and get it in writing. Because I know somebody, actually I know some buddies who have tried doing that only to find out they are in a battle against the bank afterwards. They paid the payments for several months did just like the dealership said. And then the bank says, no, you can't pay this off for another year or it was two years, you know, and that's a crock. If you want to pay it off, you should be able to pay it off. So they don't want the money. They don't want you paying it for it up front because they get the kickbacks from the bank for the financing. At least that's what I think's happening. So anyways, he gets, so he goes through the whole process, pays for this thing. Now, now after he paid for it, he gets to see that everything's working, get trained on it, right? So that's backwards in itself. Now is going through the walkthrough slash training. So the person training him gives him 30 minutes. And the guy training him looked like someone they just pulled off the lot, like a lot boy to train him. Now he said the lot boy knew the RV, but he looked like a lot boy. He wasn't like somebody there, professional doing the training. So what he really left the the new RVer knowing was nothing what the what he was told was not to do this not to do that oh don't do that don't touch this definitely don't do this while you're driving oh don't do this when it's windy didn't really train him how to use the RV so after 30 minutes of that you know that's it you're done you've been trained how to use this RV now, motorhomes generally are more complex than a travel trailer. So this was a motorhome. So more complex. So he and his wife go home, and they just start trying to figure it out by trial and error. They get a neighbor to help who's an RVer. You know, and he finally gets it, everything figured out, but he had to do it the hard way. Now, granted, I'm going to defend the dealership at some level here because I know when you buy an RV and you get trained on it, you're going to forget a lot of stuff. You know, you're going to forget certain things and you're going to have to go back, but they don't really train you. They just show you, here's the furnace, here's the thermostat, just turn that here, push that, and you're done. They should actually let you do it and stand there and wait for the furnace to kick on, run for a minute or two, turn off. And if they're selling a brand of RVs, they should just have videos. It's that simple. You know, you can go to RV Education 101, and they do videos on this stuff. You have to buy them, but heck, it's there. But the dealership should just do these videos. They have the RV right there. It, it's brainless, but they don't do that. 
And a video plus a walkthrough, man, would go a long way. Because this is like a doctor's visit. You know, you go to the doctor, you, you forget 80% of what he says. The 20% you remember, you get confused. Not very helpful. So this guy, he calls back a month later or so, or he comes to me a month later or so with a water problem, you know. Or he calls the dealership. I'm sorry. He calls the dealership and with a water problem, fresh water system, and they tell him, well, no problem. Get in line. You know, we'll get you in six weeks. And he says, but hey, I bought that preferred customer insurance that allows me to get to the front of the line. They said, yeah, that's great. You bought that. Okay, get to the back of the line. We'll get you in six weeks. So he paid for something that supposedly was going to get him to the front of the line. And it only got him to the back of the line. So what he did, because he wanted to use his RV, that's why he bought it. He just paid for the repair out of his pocket. And he's not the only person. I've talked to other people, same thing. They buy this warranty or insurance to make you a preferred customer. You give it this whole thing. You put on your keychain. You're special, you know. Then when it comes time to use it, you know, one guy was told, oh, yeah, no problem. Bring it in. Now, he's in Idaho. Had to drive to Montana. Gets over there. And they, well, just park out front there. We'll get to you. The next day, he goes in. So when are you guys going to get to me? I've been out here for 24 hours. Oh, it's not going to be for another six weeks. You know, we, we don't have the part in stock. So he went to another dealership in town and bought the part and put it in himself. That's what his preferred customer insurance slash warranty did for him. That's nonsense. So before you pay for this kind of stuff, you have to make sure that it's real. You have to talk to, I don't know how you do it, to find customers who've gone through this experience, have them put it in writing somewhere, and what the deal is if they can't honor it. Are they going to give you the money back? Are they going to do the repair, you know, uh, like it's warranty, so it should be for free. Are they going to do something else, give you a store credit for 200 bucks? Are they going to do something for you, or is it just tough? We got your money. We don't care. We don't care if you ever buy an RV from us again because that's the attitude sometimes that they, some of these dealerships have. You know, when you go to a dealership buying an RV, you really have to think this through, and you have to basically walk in with a checklist, the things you want the dealership to do before you ever buy it, Okay. And that's the thing is what happens before you buy the RV. So what I was, so one thing that, well, my wife and I, we just recently were looking at RVs, thinking about buying one, not hundred percent sure on it, but you know, we would have, if we found the right RV, not even the right price, just the right RV. I mean, the prices are what they are. In some cases they're going to negotiate, but like on new cars, they don't do much of that anymore. They have software they're using. They have algorithms. They have science, you know? So we, we go to a couple different dealerships and I'll tell you, it's just, we just said, forget it. We're not doing this. They didn't want to cooperate. They lie through their teeth. They tell you anything they want, anything they think you want to hear. They're going to tell you that it's run around and you can't really tell what's honest, what isn't. And then a lot of stuff you ask, you know, they, they, they divert that answer you know, without an answer. And then you're thinking, okay, I'll have to come back to that. Then you forget about it. Or they say, well, when you're buying it, you know, through the financing, when you're talking to that guy, bring that up and he'll show you that clause in the contract, all this stuff that they can't answer. They just put down the road. 
kick it down the road and they expect you to remember it all. So you got to write, write things down. You got to take pictures if there's a problem in the RV so that, you know, if you're just going into an RV or a dealership, one of the things I asked one place was before I ever pay for it, I want to see that RV working. I want to see everything on it working. So you're going to have to put water in the tanks, propane in the tanks. It's going to have to be plugged in. I want to see everything working. I'm going to get on the roof. I'm going to crawl underneath it. I want to check the the clearance lights. The air conditioner has to work. The oven has to work. The range has to work. Everything has to work. If one thing doesn't work, I'm not buying it. And yeah, you get this thing like, that's kind of harsh, you know? Well, okay, if the refrigerator doesn't work, how long will it be before you guys can take care of that? Well, we're pretty busy right now. It'd probably be two or three weeks after you buy it that we could get it fixed. So after you buy it, they're going to fix it because it's warranty and it has to be assigned to a customer. So after you buy it, not we're going to fix it that same day before you buy it. It's always after you buy it. So you have to know that up front. Now, maybe they tell you two weeks and you're good with that and you trust them. That's fine. You're making payments on the RV for that two weeks. You can't use it for two weeks. And will it really be done in two weeks? So you have to ask those questions. And that's one of the things I did up front. And I'll tell you, they say, well, you know what? We got this place. You know, you can pull your the RV, bring, we bring it up and, you know, you walk through it and we test everything. Um, you know, everything will be turned on. Now the refrigerator, you know, we don't turn those on because they take too long to cool down. I said, well, couldn't you turn that on right at the beginning? You know, I know it's not going to cool down, but at least it'll start cooling and we can tell that if it's cold. In fact, if it's on propane and you leave it on by the time I get home, going to be even colder right give me a good idea well we just don't do that we don't do that we're not going to do that so the bottom line was they're not going to do anything for me until after i pay for it and that's really what they ended up finally saying without saying it because they weren't going to do anything before the contract was signed so i just forget it at that point i'm not doing it it's too much money to have to pay to find out what doesn't work that's not what it's all about. You don't go to a car dealership to find out the engine has a blown head gasket and they're going to fix that now that you've bought it. It doesn't happen that way. They fix that stuff before you ever before you ever buy the car. Now, occasionally you, know, you might walk up to a new car and there's a dent in it and well, we'll take care of that. You know, and I don't know why they don't take care of it right away. Maybe they didn't see it, but it's not like an RV where everything gets done after you buy it it probably sounds frustrating. Like why even buy an RV? And that's not what I'm getting at here. It's just, you have to be cautious buying an RV. So for one, you want to make sure what works before you sign a contract. And you're probably going to run into a lot of resistance on that. And you're going to be treated like you're an idiot for even asking such a thing. But really why not? They have to walk through it anyways, and if you're if that's the RV you want, you tell them, I, this is the RV I want, run my credit, do my financing, but before I sign anything, you can get everything ready, but before I sign it, I want to see that everything works. And if something doesn't work, we'll talk about it then, but I'm not going to let you keep the RV for six weeks. It's going to be your priority to get this RV fixed and fixed right, not just to get me out of here and I call you in a week with the same problem or it's kind of working now or you kind of fixed it. It needs to be fixed right. So you want to do that. And, you know, if there's something major on it, like you look in the bathroom and there's a cracked bathtub, 
don't buy that RV. Because they're going to say, we're going to fix that. Oh, yeah, they'll fix it. But they're going to be doing it not like the factory did. That bathtub was put in when the RV was being built. You know, to do it after the fact, unless they really are good and the factory is going to pay good warranty because it's all based on what they get paid, too. They hate warranty work. So you might not have the same quality bathroom after they fix it than before they fixed it. So if you are going to do that, maybe they'll say, okay, we'll give you a discount and we'll take care of this. Take pictures and tell them you expect the bathroom to look like this when it's all done. And you have pictures of it and you hold them to it. You have them sign those pictures. You have to be that way. And they're probably going to hate you for it. But make them work for the sale. Don't buy something and they say, oh, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. Yeah, sure they will. Once you buy it, they want to get you out the door. And like I said earlier, maybe that's not every dealership in the country, but it's a lot of them. Be cautious. So when you're out looking, that's what you do. You gotta, you've got to ask the questions up front. You've got to inspect that RV like it's used. It's not a car. You know, looking at some of the RVs we did, you walk inside and there's trim hanging from the ceiling. Why don't they fix that? Now, that's warranty work. They're not going to fix it until it's sold. There's trim coming off of door jams. The, the inside of bed cabinets, you know, like on a, 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 a the master bed, like a full-size queen or a king, you lift it up, you know, it has the supports on it, and underneath it's just OSB, unfinished, rough edges. Looks horrible. Okay, now that's the way they bought the RV, but that says something about the RV manufacturer. They can't even finish something like that. Look at small things. Look at the ovens. You know, recently a customer called me, brand new RV. The oven didn't work. He got tired of the run around at the dealership. So he says, hey, can you get me this part for my oven? And I call up Furion, who owns, who made the oven. They said, well, you can't buy parts for the oven. You can get range parts because it was an oven range, but you can't get oven parts. And so the customer has to do this under warranty and get a new oven. Said, that's right. And he said, so if it's out of warranty, you just have to buy a new oven? That's right. Those are things you need to know. You know, what is truly covered? And remember, appliances can be done by anybody that works, can do warranty work for that company. If it's Norcold, you find a Norcold dealer who can do it. And I say that because it can save you from waiting in line at the dealership. You find someone else that can do it. Maybe there's a mobile guy. You have to pay a service call but you'll get it fixed under warranty. That's what your goal is. I mean, I give up on the warranties on a lot of stuff. I just pay because it's not even worth the headache and hassle sometimes. So you have to really get proactive on this. And I'm going to put a list on our website more detailed um, on things to do. It's kind of complex, but you've got to treat it like you're buying a used RV and look at everything and don't take anything you're told for granted. It has to be in writing, and there has to be consequences. If this isn't, if this obligation is not fulfilled, what's the resolution? Not just that it's not fulfilled, what's the resolution? Are you going to take the RV back? If they tell you, oh, you know what, you can drive this RV for 60 days, and if you don't like it, bring it back. Okay, what are they leaving out? The fact that you'll have to buy another RV? They're not just going to wipe the slate clean and just, okay, you know, here's thanks for the RV. Um, here's your deposit back. Hopefully you come back in the future. Oh no, they're going to say, we're keeping your deposit and you're buying another RV. 
you're just not buying this one because you didn't like it. Be careful. You have to question everything. It's time this industry gets turned around and people stop just going in and buying stuff and taking the abuses that are dealt to them or dealt out to them. And I know, I told you, I'm passionate about this because I get sick and tired of people getting ripped off, getting misled, getting sold a bill of goods. It's not right. Car dealerships, you know, everybody hates buying a car for the most part. But man, buying an RV, it can be just a, the, the worst experience of your life. It'll be the last time you buy an RV. I'll never do that again. Heck, my blood pressure got going up just walking onto the lot because you know what kind of problems you're going to face. At least I do. I'd be their worst customer because I'm going to ask so many questions. It'll drive them insane. In fact, I couldn't buy a new RV in good conscience knowing what I'm buying. I'd have to buy something used to make sure all those problems are worked out. And yeah, everybody says, well, you buy something used, you're just buying someone else's problems. In some cases you are, but I'll tell you what, in a lot of cases it's because now you've worked out all the major problems that they had to spend a year or two years dealing with because they bought it new. So it just depends on the problems you want to deal with. So you're never going to find that perfect RV. You're going to have to find the floor plan that works for you. You're going to have to be the guy that makes it work. You're going to have to build upon it. But just be sure when you go to the dealership that you go armed and you plan on being there for hours, not in the financing department, out on the lot inspecting the RV that you finally settle upon. And make sure that it's the one you want and you go through it. You, your spouse, your children, you nitpick that thing. You find every flaw in it, and then you deal with that before you ever buy it. And then you can make a decision. And make sure you're writing stuff down. Don't try to log everything in your memory bank. It'll That'll bite you later on after you get home. Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask him about this. I forgot to ask him about that. Why didn't you write, remind me of this, you know? Take pictures, take notes, write everything down and keep track of it. And that way, at least if you buy it, you can say, okay, so this is what we found. These 25 things are, are broken right here on your lot. That's fine with me. I'll take care of 15 of these things at my expense, but I want X amount of dollars off the price of this RV. You do that and you find out how they're busy. Their service department is before you buy it. You find out if they, if they truly will bump you in front, is there a way to verify that? And what happens if they don't? If you pay extra for that service, being a preferred customer, what is the benefit? And what do they do for you if they don't? How many weeks behind are they? If you buy an RV and you have to now wait six weeks for it to get it repaired because they sold it to you with a defective refrigerator or something where you can't use it or you can't use it the same way. I mean, you can use it with a bad refrigerator. But sometimes once you take it to the dealership, they don't want you to take it out of there to use it. They want you to leave it there. Or they've taken it apart enough to where you can't go use it. So are they going to pay for, make your payments during that time? Those are questions to ask. Now, they're probably not going to, but you need to ask that. And that puts them on high alert that you're, not, you're, that you're serious about buying an RV that's not a piece of junk and you don't want to take their nonsense. You want to be treated with respect and dignity and not be lied to or misled so i've gone over time on this we're not going to do the next two sections of the show um everything's dedicated to this today so the next stop rv envy not happening today and like i said i'm gonna have more on the website um 
if you have questions, call me. And like I said, you know, if you have experiences, let me know. If there's good dealerships, let me know. You know, some of this stuff I'll put on our website. If there's a dealership that you that you did all that with, that you made sure of everything, and they treated you good, let me know because your fellow RVers want to know as well. They want to know where they can go and get treated right. If you happen to work at a dealership and you feel you meet the criteria that I would expect, let me know. I'll put you on the website. We'll do a little check-in and see what we come up with. So it's not that we're anti-new RV. We're not anti-RV dealership. It's anti-poor customer service, anti-misleading information, anti-all the negative stuff that has become so common in today's society. Don't fall for it. You don't have to be like the other guy or this guy that they bought a new RV and they love it. Just because they love it doesn't mean it's a good deal, right? Be smart. That's why you're here at the Smart RVer Podcast. You're smart. All right, everybody. I want to thank you for listening. Sorry for the rant, but like I said, I get very passionate about this because it just ticks me off. So we're going to conclude now, and this is Eric Stark with the Smart RVer Podcast. It has been awesome hanging out with you today. If I don't see you on the road, let's connect at thesmartrver.com or in my store in person in Victor, Montana in the month of July.